Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
and welcome to the Ask Sue show. Um, tonight we've got a bit of a difference. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't got Philippa McKee on tonight due to the fact she's not very well at all. And she's um, talked to me today. Well, no, she didn't talk to me, actually. She texted me um, on Facebook, just inboxed me and said, I'm really not feeling very well. I'm so disappointed. I've got so much to do. And she's one of those people that's very, very busy with various different um, groups everywhere. And unfortunately, she's not very well. So please send him in to Philippa. And Philippa, we're missing your loads and hope you'll, you will be back on the show very, very soon. But, you know, on the Ask Sue show, we always find somebody to uh, step up to the mark. And we find somebody quite special tonight who's a good friend of mine, even though I've never met her yet, but she'll be coming to Shropshire very soon. It's our Debs. How are you doing, Debs? I'm fine. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. So, are you all right? You've been busy? Oh, don't. What a day. Don't. (laughs) Oh, don't start me on one yet, Sue. Oh, no way. Oh, I've got some rants tonight, I'm telling you. Well, I am too, actually, and I've got, um, whilst talking, I will have to find a newspaper, because I've got something to read, and uh, so I need to read that in a bit, so I'll I'll search for that while I'm on the phone to you. Um, But I've got somebody that wants to come and just say a big hello to you, seeing that you're on the show, and he's a good friend of both of ours. So, uh, hello, little visitor. Hello, Deb. How are you? Hello, Howard. Oh, how are you? Are you oh, you friend? made me blush. I wanted to call in and say hello. Wish you good luck. Oh, Is hello. Thank you. Oh, thank I you. I don't know what to say now. Oh, thank you, Howard. Chat. I enjoyed our chat yesterday, and I want to tell everyone that um, how close Debs and I have become, another miracle of Patrick, and uh, and just amazing. Just amazing, Debs, and uh, I appreciate yeah. oh, everything you, you do. Oh, I think you're amazing, Howard. And we have come close now, haven't we? <laughs> Bless. <laughs> oh, anyway, I chat so, last night. How long? <laughs> I know. We were chatting away there. Anyway, um, I just wanted to tell everyone real quick, I did speak to Diana Colton back this morning. And her and Jeff, you know, they don't personally get to thank everyone, all the thousands of supporters all over the world. And they do want to thank everyone from the bottom of their hearts, how much it means to them. Diana told me she can't even explain it in words. And I did speak to the one and only Captain Yoakum yesterday, and he had fun on the show, and he will be back. Sue and I have a show planned. I don't want to say anything, but the captain will be back, and um, and he just really enjoyed the show. As far as Memphis, there's a big protest in Bloomfield um, on Monday at 6 o'clock Eastern. It, 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 it is in the uh, Save Memphis room, and I have to tell you, the politics here is at its worst. It's just horrible. It's, you know, send... Memphis home, and Diana wanted me to tell everyone that the city council has been extremely supportive of them, so I don't, doesn't want anyone to think otherwise, and uh, we're going to get them home, we're going to get them home, as you and I have said many times, it's just dirty politics again, and you know, like I I made a post yesterday, we are the voice for the voiceless, and trust me, if Memphis could talk, he would say, send me home to Jeff and Diana, so I could be on my comfortable couch with them, so... You know, our, our our prayers go out to all of them. Yes, definitely. I'll, I'll definitely. Bless. So at the end of the day, um, so what what time is the um, protest then, Jeff? The protest Jeff. is at 6 o'clock Howard. New Jersey time. 6 o'clock New Jersey time, I believe it's at one municipal plaza. It is in the Save Memphis room, and they're expecting a big turnout. And, uh, you know, it's just time to be heard louder and louder. It's just, you know, it's just, it, it, it's... It's just nonsensical what's going on, Sue. It's just, it's just ridiculous. 
This is a loving little guy. Send him home. Get on with the work. You know, the, the waste of money that's been going on there, it's just it's crazy. And the people of Bloomfield have been very supportive also. So it's just, uh, you know, as we said, we just hope it's a matter of time before we get that little boy home. Oh, bless. Well, well at the end of the day, oh, it's... Sorry, it's no, go on, Debs. Do you know what makes me laugh? And I, I wonder why. Um, we see cases like John, Patrick, all that. No interference whatsoever. Left with a hatred home, an abusive home, and then Memphis wants to go to a living home. They they take him. What's their... I don't get that. I don't know. You know, it's, um, you, know I, I, you know, I don't understand it. It's just, you know, like Sue has said on the show many times, they let pedophiles out living near a school. Here's a loving little dog, and, and they won't let him come home. It's just, it's, you, know, it, 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 you know, it's just beyond me. But, you know, one thing I did want to say uh, that the captain said on, your, on the show was, you know, we all, you know, unfortunately it's a very, you know, it's, the system is slow. And that's very, very, very unfortunate. And, and, that, and, that, and, and, and that's the big problem with it. It's just a very slow system, and, um, you know, it's hard. It's, it's, it's just very heartbreaking. It's just very heartbreaking. But like Diana said, she, we, will, we will get Memphis home. We will get that boy home. We just cannot give up, can we, to be fair? And to everybody listening, um, you know, at the end of the day, the same rule applies. We're not asking you to share the pain that Jeff and Diana are going through. We just want you to share the links, share the Save Memphis page, and keep telling your friends. Even if you're just talking to your friends, just ask them if they've heard about Memphis, and just, again, keep sharing the links. If it was your dog, how many shares would you want? That's right. And, 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 you know, one thing thing the captain did say, if you cross post, whatever you do, everything is important, every little thing. So, you know, I don't want anyone, like Sue has said and Debs, everything you do is important. Don't assume because you're not going to the shelter and pulling a dog out that you don't matter because we all matter. We all matter. Everyone makes the difference, and you you have to remember that. So no one out there should be saying, well, I'm just doing a little thing and they're doing that. Don't don't think that way ever, ever. Everyone, everyone is meant to do what they're meant to do, and I was meant to be a cheerleader, and that's what I do. She <laughs> does what she does, and Debs, and Debs does what she well, does. But I guarantee, I guarantee, I guarantee that the day Memphis comes home, you will see me with pom poms. You will see it. I'll pictures yeah. all over Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that already. But let's not all get offensive and intimidating like Belfast, for God's sake. Yeah, right. Keep it nice. I think the thing is, the lesson learned from before, wasn't it? Let's face it, over the Lennox story, is there is no time to be slating people or anything else. For whatever reason, they are doing what they're doing, and slating people and being threatening down phones and stuff doesn't even need to come into it. At the end of the day, that is just wasting valuable time when you could have shared to another 20 countries or across the other side of the world. So, reality check is. Just decent shares, decent emails, decent phone calls, or don't bother. Because at the end of the day, yeah. you could just literally ruin it, all the hard work and all the shares of everybody else, just by stupidity. Um, but they, that's just not needed at the moment. Exactly. No, definitely exactly. not. And, definitely not. And, 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 you know, we've said, I've talked to Debs about it and everyone, it's all because of little Patrick. And, like, you know, and I asked the captain why he thought he became, he was the symbol. You look at, you know, I was looking at some early pictures last night. It's true. You look into his eyes, and Patrick knows he was the chosen oh, one. And you know, whatever yeah, was done yeah. to him, 
But as evil as it was, what was done to him, I believe it was meant to be. I don't want anyone to misunderstand me, but he was the chosen one. And, you know, it's just amazing. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be friends with you two and, you know, the, the friends we've made all over the world. So yeah. I guess Patrick, you know, I guess Patrick was the one who was chosen. He knows it. And pretty soon he'll be officially adopted, and we're going to have a big party for him on that. That's for sure. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, definitely. And the thing is, it, I remember before when we were sharing the links um, over Lennox, you know, and we were literally sharing them everywhere. And even, you know, a week before he was murdered, I'm going to say, let's oh, face damn. it, people were still asking us, who's Lennox? I didn't know and, until my JD died in October. And it yeah, and, mental. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, these people that say, oh, yeah, but everybody else is sharing it. No, but one of your mates might not know about it, and they might just be the person that knows somebody else that knows another million people. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Don't ever think that it's like you just said, Howard. It's like a pyramid. We're all part of that pyramid, and if one of us pull out of that pyramid, we all can crumble. And you know, I wanted to give a, I wanted to give and the captain mentioned it, a special shout out to the youth. Cade, who raised $12,000 for Hercules, um, Sophie in New York, your children, you know, because you know something, if we don't, if we don't educate these children, then there's going to be no future for the, for the animals. It has That's to start true. young, and I, have, and, I have, and I have so, so, so much respect for the youth, and the captain does, and I know we all do, so, yeah. um, you know, a shout out to all of them. A kid that can raise $12,000 for a dog is just beyond me. That, that's just Absolutely. unbelievable. Absolutely. Yep. Anyway, i got to get to work, guys, but I wanted to say hello, Debs. And, uh, hello, Howard. Thank you. And, okay, my friend, I will chat with you soon. And, um, Debs, maybe you'll call in on Tuesday for our show. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, actually, I will. I won't say anything tonight. I'll do that Tuesday. Yeah, I will. Yeah, okay, definitely. Well, okay, well, really... okay, well, love to both of you. And everyone, just keep your prayers for Memphis, Diane and Jeff, because we got we are going to have a victory party on the Sioux show. No two ways yeah. about it. Oh, okay, definitely. guys. Definitely. Love you both. Cheers, love. Thanks ever so much. Oh, thanks, Howard. Okay, bye. talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Oh, bless him. I went all shy. Oh. Sorry, I'm pressing the wrong button then. <laughs> he, oh, I'll tell you what, he's fantastic, isn't he, Howard? He is absolute yeah. a star. And, of course, uh, if anybody's just joined in, um, that's Howard Eipstein. He's calling in from America, an absolute amazing guy, to say the least. If you've not joined the Save Memphis page yet, it is on the chat, um, and it will also be on the Ask Sue show as well, so go and share the link there. So it's just mad, isn't it? It seems to have gone on for so long already, doesn't it? Oh, I can't understand why. Yeah. I really can't get it. Why can't I... It's definitely, yes, it's just definitely, yet again, um, politics, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds politics. It's like... But but you know what, though, Debs? People say to me, um, it's politics, and I agree, but what exactly are they getting out of it? Because they're not going to be gaining... They're not going to gain votes... Yeah, but they're not going to gain votes from it or anything like that, are they? So what? what is the point of it? I don't know, but there's so many people against dogs out there as well. 
Yeah. I got, do you know what I mean? Not one of my fl- not one of my close friends, sorry. That's what we all do. They all yep. think I'm mad. And it's like, no, a few of them are coming in now, it's like, oh, thank you. But they all think I'm mad. Yeah. And it's like, well, like, it's going to be your dog next. Yeah, exactly. And this is what we keep saying to people, you know, at the end of the day, people think, oh, well, it'll never happen to me. I mean, let's face it, Jeff never thought it would happen to him, and it has. It does happen to it all. There's um, a young lad by us. And he's got staff in he, he He is the best owner ever. Teenager. Everybody would have probably gone, oh, no, no, no. But he is so responsible for that dog. And um, he saw um, some adverts in the local pet shop a few weeks ago, which prior to that I'd been in and asked to take them down. They were Ridgebacks across Rottweiler. Um, £200 or nearest offer. And I was just going to take notes off because I think that's wrong. You can't do that. No. And he's actually got one. And he come to see me today and I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. And he's like, Dad, I'm so scared because it is going to be took off me, isn't he? And I didn't know what to say to him. The dog's only 12 weeks old. And yeah. he's like, what do you do? But this is the thing. I mean, my story is as well, let's face it, these kennels and these... Um, you know, rescue places, they must be getting full of them just by the fact that people are worried of what's going to happen next. And, yeah. and then, of course, they get checked out there. So, yes, people, you are putting them into rescues because you're worried of them being taken. But reality yeah. check is they go and check at these rescue centres and they're more likely to come and get them from there than they are from your home. It's, oh. I just, can't... I can't. I can't understand that, um, what, oh, I just don't want it so much, and I can't find the correct word, so I'm going to go and find it on the dictionary, no, not really, I'm just trying to <laughs> log into, um, am I logged into Blog Talk Radio? Uh, or I'm not. No, you're not at the moment, no, you're not on the chat, no, no. No, I'll, I'll log in now, so, okay, I might be a little bit late, sorry. <laughs> no, but, um, <laughs> So. Do you know, I need to, I, I've been reading the Shropshire Star, which is a local paper to us, and this, the first one's the 25th of September, so it's Tuesday, and it's telling the story of um, a man that, uh, it says, blind piano tuners, 50 years with dogs, and it says, a blind piano t- tuner who is still working at the age of 85 has been honoured in a ceremony celebrating his five decades of guide dog ownership. Eddie Wilkins, Wilkins, who lives in Copthorne in Shrewsbury, has been handed honorary life membership of the Guide Dogs for Blind Association in recognition of the milestone. A ceremony was held for him at the Hampton by Hilton Hotel uh, on the outskirts of Shrewsbury to recognise his commitment of the charity as a guide dog owner and a volunteer since he first started using the trained dogs in 1962. Now partnered by his sixth guide dog, Benton, Mr. Wilkinson's, Wilkins has worked as a fundraiser and speaker for the charity. He said he was di- di- delighted with the honour from the charity bosses. It went very well and it was quite a surprise, he said. It was a wonderful, it's a wonderful organisation. I love talking to the children about it because they ask such lovely questions. Um, Mr. Wilkins, who lost his sight in his teenage years, said it was far harder for blind people to get 
by without a guide dog in modern times than back in the 1960s. It is much more difficult now than then. If you walk down a busy road with heavy lorries going by, you can't hear people walking towards you, he said. He added that he was very grateful to have been able to see during the early part of his life. It's a good thing because I know what things look like. If you have seen, you can make a mental picture, he said. Some people say it's better to be born blind, but I don't agree. Mr. Wilkins still keeps himself busy by working as a piano tuner, as well as pre producing CDs of classical music, which are sold to raise money for guide dogs. He said that despite that, what some people might believe, being blind did not necessarily give him an advantage as a piano tuner. I don't think I hear any better. It is the way you use your ears and knowing what to do with them. And there's a picture of him um, with the blind, uh, with a blind dog, flipping neck, with the dog, yeah, the, the guide dog, and uh, obviously some older pictures of him when he was younger as well, and other dogs that he's had. And what amazing story. That's sweet. Well, I mean, absolutely fantastic. Really good. And this is the thing, there's so many people that, you know, don't even get recognised with all the work that they're doing. Do you know what I mean? Bless. That's that's really nice. Exactly. I'm on laptop now. <laughs> so, are you sorted? Are you on there now? Are you love? Yes, I am. I saw I'm on my dad's laptop. I'm not on mine, so I don't know where anything is because he's changed everything. So ah, oh, I'm not even on there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh bless you. So yeah, so that was quite um quite an amazing story. Do you know what I mean? And this is the thing, there's so many, I mean, there's people that do rescue animals and dogs and stuff and never even get recognised or anything for what they do. And because um, there's like Rachel at Shropshire Cat Rescue who's helped me sorting out, the, obviously, the cat, um, the cat collection I suddenly appeared with. And um, they're sorting out vouchers so I can get them all done and everything before I get them rehomed. So that's absolutely fantastic. They've helped so much. Um, and that's what it's all about. You know, they, she just does so much. Um, I know her husband was answering the phone, and he said, oh, can, do you just wait a minute? He said she's just out with the cats, or she was just dealing with somebody. And this is the thing, people don't see what actually goes on behind the scenes. No, definitely not. So, no, it's absolute fantastic, say the least. So, so um, any other dog updates you know of, Debs? Um, no, actually, only, like, obviously, Kylo's date in court, but that's about it. I haven't been on, my dad's been poorly, you know, so I haven't been online until now, and it's like, ah, oh, but I'm just looking now. Yeah. Well, Sorry I know that, that um, Buster, the, the dog that had no teeth, is actually being sent home as well, so that's brilliant news for um, our friend Mark Shirley. Obviously, I hope, Mark, uh, you're listening. I hope you're okay. Um, absolute fantastic news, to say the least. And I still can't actually, I can't, I still can't work out why exactly he even got took off him in the first place. Um, God knows. It's just it's Mark. Why? Right. Obviously, um, this is wrong. What's going on with all our dogs? And it's totally, totally wrong. But. What could what what can be changed and what could we do? How would it be done? How would what? Sorry. How would it be changed? You know, how how could 
people say, how could we change it? And what would we change it to? Obviously, with the, it's not the dog, it's the owner. But what rules would there be? Well, not, well, see, not rules, laws, sorry. See, what my um, thoughts are, we should have OSL, which is owner-specific legislation, and yeah, all definitely. dogs should have the same sort of documentation as a car. Yeah. Okay? So they'd have, uh, obviously, they'd have a logbook because it would have their name, their date of birth, you know, who's what and where they were brought from and everything else, where they were born and everything else is on it. Then you'd have the insurance because you, every dog should get insured. So that would then, if everybody had to get insured, that means the dog insurance people would have to make it cheaper. Because there'd yeah, be more of them. Yeah, it better for them if they did, wouldn't it, obviously? Yeah, exactly. Okay, so that would make it even cheaper. And then you've got microchipping, because obviously that's got to all link in with that. Then you've yeah. got the MOT, which at the end of the day, we would say to people that they need to take their dog to a vet every year, and it'd be compulsory, and you'd have it at the same thing, so it could actually be computer-generated, like we do when we take the car. It's all connected to the DVLA. And you can actually have it where they can actually look at DVL, you know, a dog DVLA and they'd be able to say, yeah. yes, that dog has got this, this and this. Last time he went to the vet, there was this wrong with him. So yeah. as soon as they're found, so let's just say, how many times have we seen, for instance, a dog that's um, on the internet, he's lost or been stolen and he's got a medical condition, they need to be found ASAP. If we've yeah. got a dog gone into a vet, he gets obviously scanned for a microchip, and on that it would say that he's got a medical condition, and straight away the vet could actually do something about it. Yeah. Totally. Do you know what I mean? So but each thing, it would literally be like a, um, a car situation, so he would know everything about that dog. And plus, let's face it, we don't even know... Oh, well, I'm sure somebody may stand up and say I was wrong about this, but I can't see that we know exactly how many dogs there are in the world. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. How, how many actually know? Do you mean? Because we've got no record of how many. No, There's no dog licensing or nothing. So if we had dog licenses, the, MO, the dog MOTs, like a DVLA for dogs and everything else, we'd actually find more out about the dogs, how old they are, when we've had a rise in puppies and all of that. So every single dog would then have to be registered. That's good. That's a good idea. It's Do you like, mean? It's like... yes, Sorry? I'm getting carried away. Carry on. <laughs> So, do you know what I mean? So I think that would be just, it's literally to make a difference. We need to start seeing how many dogs there are actually that in the world, or what's actually wrong with them and all sorts. It's, it's mad. That, like, I haven't got a clue how many dogs even live in my town. To no, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and we don't even know half of that. You know, the amount of stuff that we could do with finding out, but we don't know the half of it. Yeah. And we can't say to the government or whatever half of the stuff because we don't actually know half of the information. 
Yeah. And for those people that will, uh, will stand up and say, well, actually, there's 50,000 in such and such, how do you know? Because how do you know that not 20% uh, of them haven't just had pups? Yeah. We don't know how many of them actually been spayed and neutered. Plus, you could actually start to make people, um, you know, get their dogs neutered and stuff as well. Unless they're reputable breeders, then that's obviously a different story. It's so right where I live with staffies and staffy crosses and bullies and, like, American bulldogs. It's, everyone's got them. And then you yeah. see pups in the window and it's like, what? Why? And yeah. they're all into bre bread now, obviously. They're all into bread. And then you see the kids, the teenagers, sorry, with them. And you see some wonderful um, people with the dogs around here. But then you see the idiots standing outside the shop going, go on, go on to his dog. And I thought, oh, my God. And I have to say something. I can't keep my mouth shut. It's really bad. And it's yeah. like, they look at me and it's like, what do you know? And I'm like, well, how dare you? I'm trying to yeah. tell you, like, your dog's going to get took off you, you carry on like that. It's nothing about me. Oh, fuck you, no, um, sorry to say, and all that. And it's like, I, I can't believe it. Yeah, Ignorant. exactly. And then you get the mum, lock my door. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll carry on. Exactly. Like... Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just amazing, honestly. I don't know. The thing is, people want so many changes. I mean, we're saying about the people wanting the ending of BSL. BSL has been going you on for years and years and years. And I just don't, I just can't see the government ever changing that. I think we just need a whole new level where literally we need to say, look, we need to keep an eye on how many dogs we've actually got and everything else. It's like Lisa Beretta was saying that nearly every family's got a dog. Yeah, they have, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? As, you know, in America where she was, she said in her, her area, they've actually pretty well, most, nearly every house has got a dog. Do you know what I mean? So if anybody wants to um, call into the show and come and have a natter with myself and Debs, by all means give us a call, 347-327-9694, or you can call um, from the UK, 001-347-327-9694. So, um, right, what was the other thing I wanted to say? So if anybody thinks that um, that's a, a good idea with the changing of the laws with the dogs, um, doing it so that we can actually say to people they've got to register their dogs and everything. By all means, um, join. I've got um, a website which I'm just find a uh, website. I've got a group on Facebook and it's called um, OSL instead of BSL. Um, so I'll find that link in a minute and I'll share that onto the chat. If anybody wants to join, by all means, you're more than welcome. Um, I'm just trying to think, there was something else that we wanted to um, bring forward, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, now, Philippa wanted me to mention um, about badges tonight as well. I, I was supposed to ring her last night as well, and I totally forgot. Yeah, well, there's I'll this, um, I've, obviously they're on about in Gloucestershire, starting the cull of badges. Now, I found this quite interesting, seeing Gloucester obviously isn't a million miles away, but in the Shropshire Star, again, Tuesday, 25th of September, they're saying about a five-year trial at Wildlife Trust Reserve, um, Nature Reserve, 
in a secret location, and it says vacation. Start again. It's not vacation at all. It's vaccination plans for county badges. And it says badges are to be vaccinated against tuberculosis at a secret location in North Shropshire as part of a trial by conservationists. Shropshire Wildlife Trust has allowed the five-year trial to take place at one of its nature reserves in a bid to show that badger vaccination can successfully control the spread of the disease, which can spread to cattle without the need for a controversial extensive cull. Farmers say bovine TB is the biggest threat to the beef and dairy industries, and they blame badgers for spreading the disease. Shropshire conservationists have joined forces with Cheshire Wildlife Trust, which is running a similar t- uh, trial at a second site in South Cheshire. Officials said they were not disclosing the locations and the tri- until the trial was completed, but hoped to demonstrate that badger vaccination was a more effective and humane way of controlling the spread of TB between wildlife and livestock. Traps. It comes after the government announced earlier this month that a trial cull of thousands of badgers would go ahead in Gloucestershire and Somerset following an unsuccessful legal challenge from wildlife supporters. Helen Trotman, trust spokesman, said that 40 traps were being laid across the two sites and trapped badgers would be inoculated with a commercially available badger BCG vaccine before being released. She said at the end of the five years we hope to have a good level of immunity within the badger population by reducing TB in badgers, we would be reducing the risk of transmission to cattle. Uh, the trust realises that something has to be done about TB, and we are committed to working with landowners and farmers to show there are viable alternatives to a cull. She added the first phase of the trial would be completed by next month. If the trial cull is deemed successful, the government said it could be rolled out across England in the future. So after reading that, they've sort of stumbled because, okay, all of the rest of that, all of that that I've just read is all brilliant. But at the end of the day, the government is saying they're going to trial this coal in Gloucestershire. But why are they doing that if they've said, and I'll re-say, re-quote this, if the trial coal is deemed successful, the government said it would be rolled out across England in the future. Well, in that case, don't do, go and do a cull in Gloucestershire and then say to us in the future, we didn't actually need to kill them because we've done this now. Why not wait to see if this vaccination thing works, which is only, by the looks of it, going to be a two, three-month wait, and then say, actually, that didn't work, if it doesn't, or whatever. There was somebody that um, I um, that I know that was actually involved in the relocating of them, and um, where he lives, he's had, he's had a, um, a set or so put there, yeah. And it was the case of if that works, see how far they walked, how, where they went, and they don't actually go that far. They're there now, and they haven't done anything. They've, and it's like it's proof. It's yeah, it works. Yeah. But the thing is, it's not about moving them so much. Um, it's more about the fact that they're saying of them passing this TB. So at the end of the day, if we can give them inoculations to stop them from having TB in the first place, then why the hell aren't we just doing that? 
Because let's face it, surely to goodness, it is going to be cheaper for us to do inoculations to badgers and catching them and also doing, obviously, research to see about these badgers rather than going there and killing all these badgers and then in time saying, actually, we did the wrong thing. I'll tell you what it sounds like. It sounds like, and this is going back a few years, Edwina Curry with all those chickens when they slaughtered all them chickens for, because of salmonella. And then goodness knows how much longer she turned around and said, oops, Daisy, we made a mistake. Yeah. I, I know a um, pers- um, person I know that a lot of farmers around there, and they're like, no, because, he, because badgers breed, obviously, and they, they could, um, it's going to take years a few years to get TB out, and it is, if we're all honest. And his, and like the person I know is like, well, relocate them somewhere where they can't be in touch with cattle, immunise them, and let them go on from there. Yeah. And it's just like, I think people have got to like get the relocating as well because there's no point. There is a point in immunising them, but. The farmers, they're just going to come back with, um, yeah, but how, that's not now, that's not instant. They want instant, obviously. That's not instant. Yeah. That's going to take years. They need to, they need to, I, I personally, I mean, probably wrong, but I personally think they need to relocate them, immunise and relocate. Yeah. And if they're, they're carrying TB, they're, they're on their own little TB hill. Yeah, but the thing, the other side of that coin is that then means we've got two options. Either we immunise them if the set is too big or there is an issue why we can't move them. And then if we can move them, yes, do so. But the trouble is because there's so many farmers with cattle and stuff, a lot of them will stick together and say, no, we don't want them on our land either. So where do we move them to? But there are people that will take them. Yeah, but the trouble is, there's a lot of work involved with that, though, because I've seen this before, because we had to, um, I've done, I've actually um, found badges, and we released them back in the wild, but we had to do all the checks to make sure that there was not badges in that area, because otherwise, if you move them to an area that there's already badges, you'll end up with a world war on your hands, and you may as well have killed them all off. Yeah. Where, um... I, where they got re- relocated, I know. He's a farmer. He's got a wood. And they were, they were in the woods, away from the cat. And he actually took risk on his stock to prove a point, because, like, obviously, he was, I, I don't know what obviously he was, actually, but he wanted to prove a point and save yeah. them. And, like, this will work. And he actually relo- had um, a set, um, not from around here at all, relocated to his the end of his property. And they're yeah. still there, there's, and there's no TB or anything. They haven't no. wandered off. There's, they, it's weird. Why, surely there's people around that. Well, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. In 10 years' time, we've got no badgers. What's a badger? I don't know. What's a badger? Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? and the other thing is, let's face it, we've got a big enough cull in the whole of our country as it is. Because how many yeah. badgers do we actually see killed on the road every single day? And oh, the other no. side of this is, I also know for a fact that gamekeepers and everything are still killing badgers, shooting them, putting them on the side of the road or on the road, so it looks like they've actually just been killed on the road. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
So at the end of the yeah, day, are the gov- so the government is saying, yes, you can't do this, that, and the other with it, but now they turn around and said, but actually we'll kill a few off anyway. So, so realistically is they're saying that they will put somebody in court that's shot a badger because they're protected, but then on the other side of the coin, it's all right for the government to go around and do a call. How does that one work? It's from again, isn't it? It's like, oh, hello. It, it's it's all politics it's all again, isn't it? That. It is politics, and it's like, oh, we yeah. can do this, we can do that, and at the end of it, it's like, oh no, we can't. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I'll tell you what, a politician ought to live in in like a week of our lives. Do you know what I mean? Do what we yeah. do. Well, not me, but do you know what I mean? And just think, oh my god, and sit there and, and see like John and all the dogs and everything. And see how they feel, and see if they change their mind. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Absolute man. I'm just. Um, I've also put a link uh, to a website that says about badges, and it's got loads of different questions that people, um, you know, they're asking you. What do they look like? And and like, can badges climb trees? And the answer is yes. Well, sort of. Badgers are strong enough to have claws. This means they can scratch bark off trees and eat the grubs that live inside. They can also climb some way up a tree trunk to do this, but they don't climb trees in the same way, same agile way as, say, squirrels. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it, it's just absolutely amazing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, there's loads of different things. Um, now, this yeah. is a funny part. I didn't realise it. Sorry, go on. I didn't realise this was still going on. I really didn't. Cause when I had mercy on um, Thingy's land. Um, it was just, it, it was they just relocated, and it, it was going to be relocate, immunised. And, they'd, and as far as I thought, which I obviously not, they'd won it. And yeah. it was relocate, immunised, no killing. And this is when um, Foot and Mouth was out years ago, about seven yeah. years ago. And yeah. um, it. It was like I thought. I thought it all been like over until like um. But being Philippa, it was Philippa actually. I'm thinking, whoa, no way. Yeah. yeah, but do you know what? Isn't it funny though? You think back. You know what we're saying about the dogs. There's been parts in the dogs where we've had Rottweilers. They've been thing. Then it was German Shepherds. Then it was another. Then it was another. And there's all these different dogs. Hasn't it been the same thing with animals anyway? We've had. We've got badgers at the moment. We've had yep. chickens before now. We've had cows yep. because of foot and mouth. So, yep. you know, again, what's next? You know, they, they've they sorted out so that the hunting stopped. They've dealt with that. Oh, so that's, that's, that, that's boxes. But do you know what I mean? But there's so many different things. It's just ridiculous. Again, the government saying you, you can't do this and you can't do that, and then but then change it and let you do it another way. And, and have you actually seen, and I'm being sarcastic, but have you actually seen a van going round to check that a hunt is actually hunting properly? And have you actually heard of any hunt going to court because they have actually been hunting still, even though they're not supposed to? Someone went down, didn't they? The um, head of the hunt, he went down a few months ago, got in prison for um, illegal hunting. Well, I must he have missed that one on the what? news. Yeah, it's um, I'll send you the link. It's about um, two months ago. Got um, back, got caught for illegal hunting, and I, I think 
not about three, four years. It was made the right example of. And she's like, yeah, um, go. Off <laughs> um, you go. <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, but they, they didn't win the Let's Go Hunting all the way. But they got they got it to an agreement. I think it's eight hundred a year, isn't it? They're supposed to. I'm sure it. I might be wrong. But they got yeah. it, they got it to an agreement, and then they break it. So what do they expect? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, but it just it's just ridiculous to me. Down personally. It's just ridiculous. The whole lot. But um, if anybody else wants to um, join in the conversation, wants to give us a call in, 347-327-9694, or you can call in from the UK, 001-347-327-9694. So, yeah, I'm just seeing if I can actually find that, actually. Um, I can't see anything on that. I must look for that. So after the show, Deb, so I must look for that uh, yeah, piece about I'm, that I'm going to think. Oh, I'll have to look at my pictures of Toddy. There's loads of comments. I was talking to some to um, a woman, uh, I think she was in Jersey or something, about it. And it was the day they'd actually been um, sentenced. And there's about 54 comments because there's a picture of Todd, um, Fox Club on my page. And um, I'll, I'll have a look now at Todd's pictures and I'll get the link. Okay. So I was like, yay! <laughs> Exactly, this is right. Fair play. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm just seeing if there's anything else I need to be reading out here. Um, just seeing if there's anything. Oh, I know there was something else that I really do want to share with everybody tonight. And I must admit, I've actually made my children watch this as well. So I want to read everybody um, this. Because this really got to my heart. This is changing the subject totally at the moment, so you must bear with me for this. There is a little guy called um, Oscar Knox. I don't know who's actually seen it, but I want to tell you the story. Um, I have made the kids watch this and told them to take a reality check because they're fighting with each other over stupid things, over whether who will do the washing up or whatever, or who will sit in the front seat of the car. And for those pathetic people that are out running people down and everything else on Facebook and just ready to cause trouble, let's just listen to this story. And this is a reality check for us all when we're whinging about how we feel or whatever, right? It says, Oscar is fighting st- stage four new... Now, I'm going to say this wrong probably, but they'll have to just cope with me for saying it wrong. Neuroblastoma, an aggressive childhood cancer. Oscar needs immunotherapy treatment to help stimulate his immune system so that Oscar's own body should be able to recognize and and attack the neuroblastoma if it was to return. This is always a worry with this deadly disease where the relapse rates are high. Oscar's parents, Steve and Leona, said Oscar is such a positive, happy wee lad He is always smiling, and everyone who meets him falls in love with him. Despite what he is going through, he always has a huge smile on his face. The treatment abroad that Oscar needs costs as much as £250,000. We ask everyone to please do whatever they can to help give our son the chance of life and ensure we get him the treatment he desperately needs. If anyone would like to get involved with the Oscar Knox appeal, please email 
teamoscar at hotmail.co.uk. Oscar's parents started a blog when he was first diagnosed. To read about Oscar's journey from the beginning, visit http and it's oscarnox.blogspot.co.uk. So I'm going to post this link onto the chat as well. And anybody who wants to go and have a look at this, because I tell you what, it's just amazing. It just does a reality check for us all. We're all whinging about how bad life is and everything else. And the reality is it's nothing compared to what that little guy is going through. So um, have you seen that story, Debs? Um, no, no, but I'm going to look for it now, but I can imagine. It's, oh, um, and just amazing, absolutely amazing. I'm just going to have a quick look on his page to see if there's anything up. Um, and he's got 10,000, 10 likes and just under 6,000 people talking about it. So come on, let's see if we can get some more likes on his page because where, at the end of the day... Um, there's a very good question. Um, let me just have a look. I'm don't actually know. Wait a minute. Um, I can't, oh, let me just have a look because it's also a um, justgiving.com. I think it's a chip in for him as well. So I'll just have a look on there, because it might say on there where he's from. Um, do you know what? They've actually had £106,000, nearly £107,000 um, donated of the 250000 That's 42% already. And they've, got two they've had 2,493 donations. Bless. That's absolutely fantastic. Do you know what I mean? Amazing. So everybody, if you know, if you want to share that um, to two friends and everything, by all means, share that everywhere because you know that's amazing. I will just have a look, see if I can think. Uh, Bill's just put. He thinks it's Scotland. I think it might be because if I read, think back, it did say something about we lad or something, which obviously we yeah, means that uh, is it in there. So um, let me just have a look. I can see anything else. I Join We Oscar's Green Bucket Army. What's that about? Yeah. Tell him he can't have Oh, Patrick do you know where he's actually from? Where? Belfast. Really? It says We Oscar from Belfast is three and fighting your, whatever that word is, an aggressive cancer which affects young children. He needs to raise sufficient funds to allow him to receive the treatment required to save his life. We're planning a bucket collection at Celtic Park to raise some funds and are looking to recruit 100 volunteers to assist. I think we ought to so, do it. Sorry? I think we ought to do it. Well, I I'll think they've... Re- I'm trying I'll to think when they've actually... Done, I think they've done that. Um, oh. I think they've done that one, but I'm sure they'll be doing other things too. So, yes, maybe we can join into that. Um, it's got... Oh, let's have a read of this one, because there's one called Team Oscar Gala Ball, an evening of entertainment hosted by Adrian Logan, featuring May Feltridge and a host of special guests and sporting stars in aid of Oscar Knox Appeal. Thursday, the 11th of October... 
2012. So if anybody wants to go to that, I'll share that um, picture as well. So if anybody wants to know any more information about that. Uh, but ju just join the Oscar Knox appeal because obviously all the information is on there as well. So um, just keep sharing those everywhere. So let me just have a look at that. Um, we'll have um, a short little song in a minute. Um, just so what me and Deb can grab first, a bit Sue? of a quick drink. <laughs> what, what are you putting on first, Sue? Uh, good question. Let me have a look. Um, it's no, I just want to know if I'm putting my high heels on to dance or my um, boots, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. I know which one. We'll have um, Lone Star. Cool. It's a bit of a slow one, so I don't think you'll need your heels, love. It's a chill-out mm. one. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. So me and Debs will be back in just a couple of minutes. We'll have a bit of Lone Star and we'll be back to uh, have a bit more of a natter. Catch up in a bit.
Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Sue show. Uh, just had, obviously, our little break, and we welcome Debs back to the show. Hi, Debs. Hello, how are you? All okay, feeling a bit better. You know, chilling out now. <laughs> uh, yeah. But still thinking, how's obviously... Back? Uh, still sore. I literally went to the hospital and um, he said, yes, I've probably done something to my coccyx, uh, which is at the bottom of my spine. But the thing is, they can't, there's no point in them x-raying it because even if it was broken, even if it was chipped or whatever, there's nothing they could do. So they just said, it's just got to be left at it and heal itself. Oh, ouch. Yes. Not good at all. <laughs> I mean, obviously, toxic, but two weeks later, and it was like still a little bit sore, but not like yours. Oh, dear. Look at me on the Sometimes I get in the car and don't, just don't know where to put myself. Just oh, mad. Oh, bless. It's um, absolute mad. Um, so, yeah, just to repeat, um, www.justgiving.com forward slash Oscar appeal for anybody who missed out the link for Oscar um, Knox. I'm hoping to get them on the show, um, obviously to tell us their story and everything. So, um, but, you know, anybody that wants to share the links, please do so. Let's get the word spread round for them as well. So um, I'm just thinking if there's anything on Facebook that I need to give any updates on or anything. Can you think of anything, Debs? I can, but I can't say it on there. <laughs> oh, right. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'll go. Let me have a look. Um, I'm trying to think. So I'm still trying to log into Blog Talk Chat. This won't let me on at all. Yeah. Um, just want to have a quick mention to the NYC Teens for Animals. Um, there's one on there at the moment that says, Sonny's a rescued puppy mill dog who spent her entire life in a cage producing puppies. Our friend sent money and she was saved at an auction in Ohio by Wolf Spirit's Toy Breed Puppy Mill Rescue. Ollie is a kitten rescued by our friend Becca Wilcox from ACC. His eyes are damaged from a viral infection and he is blind, but he can probably detect light and shadows. And that's with Sophie Potter, cat, in Brooklyn, and she is 13 years old. So anybody who says, you know, oh, well, I can't do a lot. If 13-year-olds, just like Jamie, can do groups and everything, there is nothing stopping anybody else. So please, everybody, join um, God Help John the Dog as well. And that's Jamie, who's 13. That's his group. So, you know, if they can make a difference, so can all of us as well. So, um... They put so many people to shame, don't they? They're oh, doing this, yeah, yeah. and people can't even go enter on the t- on the post. Yeah. It. yeah. Exactly. Oh and it's like Emma with she's done I Love All of My Animals and she oh shares no, pictures bless. and I've seen some of the pictures that you know she sent and stuff and and the stuff that she's seen Don't. and people have said to me, Yes, but why should they see them animals? I'll tell you why, because it's reality, that's life. I why don't want them to be able to see that in years to come. If you cover their eyes from it, see? Later on in, in time, when, like when they're 16, 17, no, like 18, 19, they're going to be like, what? Yeah. And they're going to fit. Kids are not young kids, obviously. Please don't say anything. I'm not telling you to go and, and make your kids look at, like, really sick photos of animals. But kids no. need to be aware. They yeah, exactly. They need to know what's Definitely. going on. They know what's yep. going on. They grow, they grow up to appreciate the animals and... 
if they don't, then they, if they don't know what's going on, they haven't got, they don't know the, do you know what I mean? They don't feel that twinge in their heart because they've seen a, a cruelly treated dog. But if they're yeah, exactly. not knowing what's going well, on, they do. Yeah, well, do you know what? I've just shared on the Ask Sue Show group um, a picture from Evolve Campaigns photo, and it's of a lion in a concrete pen, and that, then there's one from below, below it of obviously the two lion and lion and lioness in a obviously a proper park thing, and that was shared on there ten minutes ago. And I tell you what, it's just absolutely amazing to see the difference, and the top picture should never happen. It's just absolute terrible, to say the least. Do you mean? So it's absolute mad. I can't understand why, you know, like when you see people, people, dogs like John and Pat, where are the neighbours, where are the family? Surely people have not seen that before they were dumped. Where are they? Where are they shouting out? Yeah, exactly. And this is the trouble, isn't it? They only see if you're having an affair or something, not something ridiculous. It's like if I saw my dog, my neighbour's dog like that, I, not that they've got a dog, I would, I would go mental. I, well, yep. I wouldn't even let it get there. But I would go absolutely mental. I'd report them, I'd take them. Do you know what I mean? It's, and if I saw their dog dumped and then it was advertising me, um, news and that, yeah, I'd tell them whose dog it was too, right? Exactly. They need to be, like, woken up, hello, just because you're not cruelly treating your animal, your neighbour might be, your brother might yep. be, your sister might be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I just, but there's so many people that still get away with these dogs and everything. Yeah. But then the other side of that coin is, at least the um, RSPCA have got stronger rights now than they did have before. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They don't yeah. seem to have as many rights before. Do you know what I mean? Where people, you know, if they went to somewhere and there was an ill-treated animal, they could literally, they'd have to put, like, sellotape on the door to see if the people were coming back and they're not able to go on their property and stuff like that. Yeah, that's but it. And I can only, yeah. Sorry, I've got been reported by, by my ex loads of times for cruelty to my Charlie and Jay. I used to come in and say, hello, Debbie, sorry, and walk out. And each time people waste their time reporting someone because they don't like their neighbours or they're just being vindictive, think of their time. They're not saving another dog that needs it. Or a cat or, oh, does my head in. Don't, oh, how people just, like, think it, the RSPCA are to, like, fucking be vindictive against your neighbours because, like, you fell out of them. It's playground politics. Yeah. Sorry, I'll chat a little rant then because um, the <laughs> RSPCA... The RSPCA called me about JD. JD died in October. He's like, yeah. what? <gasps> yeah, exactly. I've seen it, me kicking, me kicking. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sorry. Over that little Oh, one. it's just mad, isn't it? Absolute mad. Really is. I'll tell you what um, we're looking for. Um, as you know, my dad's had his operation and that. And in about um, six weeks' time, he'll be able to go, like, start walking again and that. We're looking for a little bit of an oldie Datsund. Because he used to have a Datsund about ten years ago and she had to be put down at old age. 
and right. get him out and about. He'd love an, uh, another little dapsy, but he wants one from the rescue, one that needs a living home. Obviously not a pup or anything. He just wants love and, like, ponder around with him. So if anyone hears anything or sees anything, it's a shout. Right, I'll, I will look out for you as well, love. So, yeah, but bless him. I can't believe I can't believe my mum's letting him have a dog. Normally it's her that has to have the dog. <laughs> no, he's never had no, I've had a dog, not well loads of dogs. We've all had loads of dogs in the house and that and they're forever dogs, not get rid of have a dog and get rid of. And I remember yeah. my dad wanted a Lakeman dog when he um, used to go um, across the fields where we used to kick horses. My mum's like, You're not having a dog in my house And she got rid of her own. And then as soon yeah. as my dad said I want, you know, he'd seen this lately and he's gonna, he's gonna get it. My mum gets the Yorkshire Terrier, so it's too full now. I was like, oh my god. Oh when really? My mom, when my mum said, yeah, let's get you a little dog, I nearly died. He fell off a chair. Oh my dad's getting the dog. She's very excited. He's obviously been looking on your Facebook at all them dogs that need rescuing. Oh, don't I show him all the time? I have my mum in tears all the time. She thought oh, it was just me being a little bit Facebook ob- ob- obsessive, playing games. You know, oh, yeah, right, Mum, look at this. And look at this. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's just yeah. in tears all the time. So if she shouts at me, I'll just play the video. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. I- I'm going to ha- definitely have a look now to find your dad a dog. <laughs> yeah, he wants a little dad. That's the all. But, you know, it's a little sausage dog or something. And it's like, what a sausage dog? He won't... Well, why have you got staff? Of heaviness. I said, but what about any dog? And you went, well, yeah, he just obviously, he just, uh, he just, a little Daxie. Oh, bless. Oh. His Daxie was sweet. It was um, a person we know that the, the dad had died, the owner had died, and he was quite a big man. And when um, we brought him to my mum, she's only going to have him for a few weeks till we rehomed her. And she was crying real tears. And she settled a little bit. And my dad walked in the room. And because he's quite, um, like, big build, she thought it was, like, must have thought it was his old... And she sobbed. And sobbed oh, bless. Oh, it was so sad. But he yeah. used to have to take it, drive around the block every morning. As soon as she picked the keys up, see there. And he was like, come on, then, Dad, we're going for a walk. He used to have to take her to work and everything. And my dad's quite big. Well, I'll I'll definitely have a look round and see what I can find for you. Do you know what I mean? You never know, do you? You never know. So, but but, do you know what? There's quite a few breeds you don't see many of now. At times, I haven't seen a Dachshund for ages. No, no, I haven't. But um. It is. It's a shame, but um, we don't seem. No, I won't say. I won't say that actually. I should. <laughs> but um, no, we don't. Don't seem like all oh, fox terriers or anything like, or like that. Why are there fox terriers? Or do you know what I haven't seen for ages? A poodle. Is what? A poodle. No, I in, in my uh, town. I mean, I haven't seen a poodle. Yeah. Yeah. I, do you know what? There's one lady I haven't seen her for ages, and anybody listening in Shropshire in, who lives in Ellesmere will know who I'm on about. There's a lady in Ellesmere who has a mobility scooter, and she's got quite a biggish poodle. You know the big 
they're quite tall ones, aren't they? Yeah. And do you know what? She used to walk miles with that dog, with this thing. And this dog would... And I always think, oh, my goodness, what if she runs over his toes or something? Do you know what I mean? But to be fair, that dog was always looked after, and it was, it, admittedly, you know, it ran alongside her while she was in, and it was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? Yes. But, yeah, but I haven't seen that person for ages. I must ask about that. Isn't it funny how something very quickly reminds you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, our town's like Daffy Bridge and that. It's all like chav. No offence if anyone's listening to the chav. All like chavs and all like that. And it's like, oh, this yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think a month get destroyed at um, our rugby corporate of Staffy's or Staffy Crosses a month. I nearly cried when she told me. Oh, no. You're not fair, so unfair. Exactly, exactly. Well, just to let everybody know, um, me and Debs are going to have a bit of an earlier night tonight because, as everybody knows, that has been watch, you know, watching what we've been doing on the Asu show. Myself and Debs have doing, been doing loads of stuff behind the scenes, and I'd just like to say we have got loads of things coming up, um, different shows and one. all sorts. Sorry? I said I can't wait that for that one. Yes, there's quite a few to say the least. We've got different things that we're sorting out behind the scenes. So things are happening slowly but surely. Um, and obviously we're going to be having to have an early night now okay. and again. Don't you know? I've been up since four. I know. Do you know what? My dad. Oh, nightmare. Yeah, but the thing is, because I've been going to bed and then I can't sleep properly, or if I go to sleep, then I wake up because I'm in pain with my back. And it's took yeah. me ages to get back to sleep. But then, as soon as I wake up, my head's thinking. I'm thinking about different things. And I'm thinking, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So, oh, thanks. just really difficult. So, yes, yeah, so me and Debs will be having probably another five minutes. And then we're going to call it a night tonight. Uh, but, listen, we will be, obviously, bringing more shows and bringing more special guests on the show as well. Um, and we obviously need to um, say a big um, hello to Philippa. Hope she's um, enjoying the her rest tonight, because I know she's not very well, and uh, sending massive healing for her as well. So I know they'll be doing healing for her in her group as well. So um, love to all of them as well. So is there any more updates we need to share, Debs? Um, updates. Um, only that I'm coming to yours soon. Sorry? I, only that I've got 21 more sleeps and I'm at yours. Yes, it's not long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, it'll be mad. Oh, it, it will be go. mad. Yeah. Hold on. Um, I'm just having a look what other things I've got going on, if I've got anything that I need to um, tell you about. Obviously, if anybody's not heard, I've now um, just started doing the Shropshire Spiritual Centre. Uh, um, excuse me, can you start again, please, and say you've got the Shropshire Spiritual Centre. It is now yours. Yes, it, it is, and I'm absolutely chuffed a bit. Yes, I've literally started it the other day, uh, last week on the Sunday. It was a fantastic night. Um, we haven't got loads there, but it was. it's not the quantity, it was the quality, and it was fantastic. And um, we had a medium called Karen Morsley who came, and she was fantastic. A really, really good medium. And uh, we just had a brilliant night, really, really good night. Uh, Saturday, we've got a psychic supper, fish and chip psychic supper, so we're looking forward to that. And then on the Sunday, we've got another divine service as well there as well. So it's all been really good, but we're going to have loads of different things, um, courses and all sorts. So it'll be really good. 
So do you, right, are you um, centred? Do you, do you let's say you have this, this and this and organise it, get it ready, run it and then everything, yeah? Yeah, so the whole lot. you do everything and your, and your show and all your groups. Yeah. Superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never mind, God. hold on a minute, but don't forget, like, the 20-odd cats, uh, the four yeah, kids. Yeah, and your rescues, yeah. The three, yeah, the three dogs, three dogs, six rabbits, four chickens, tropical fish, a snake, and never mind being Bill. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've organised a street party once and a Halloween party um, once. You do it three, four times a week, organising, making sure you get... Oh, my God. So if anyone's listening, big out for Sue. <laughs> it's really hard work, though. It's fair play to them because it is hard work ringing people, well, making sure you've got everything booked. And... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, but it's brilliant. I love it. And I've just got to say as well for everybody sort of the um, Paulie Kitten that I told everybody about, the one that's got, had his bad eyes and was, and I didn't, to be honest, for the one night, I didn't know if he was going to make it through the night. Well, I would just like to say that he has snuggled up with me by on the sofa. Listening to the Asu show, I'm sure, and he is literally flat out asleep at the side of me. So, obviously, I bored him to death, the poor little thing. But his yeah. eyes are fine, he can see fine, and he is hilariously funny. He was purring on the show the other night, literally, because he was cuddled into my neck. And you could actually hear him purring. <laughs> Bless. So Bless it's absolutely fantastic. All of them are doing really well, especially the mum with the four kittens as well. They're doing really good as well. So so thank you very much to everybody who asked about them and all of the support. It was fantastic. Um, and I need to say a big shout-out to Shropshire Cat Rescue, who are helping me because they're going to sort out the vouchers and get them all done and ready to be rehomed as well. Oh, but um, you made me laugh that day. I told you about squirrel and you come back with cats. I know. Oh, it's crazy. And I've obviously got to mention Cooan House, which is at Much Wenlock in Shropshire. Everybody needs to go and have a look. C-U-A-N space house. And it's Cooan House, Much Wenlock, which is in Shropshire. If you go onto the Ask Sue Show page, I will put that on so you can have a look. And they have got everything from, oh, hedgehogs, badgers, bats, um, birds. Bit of all sorts, do you know what I mean, to say yeah. the least. And just an absolutely fantastic. So, just really, yeah. really good. So, yeah, Kuhn House Wildlife Rescue. I've just put the link onto um, the chat. Um, and it's actually a page on Facebook. So, by all means, have a look at that. Absolute fantastic people. So yeah, It must be so satisfying when they go home. Well, not that they go home, so all on call probably all the time. But go home and they've done that. Each day, day, and like you with your cats, you were so like, ooh. Yeah. Like, it must be so satisfying. Not that I haven't, yeah. like, rescued them or anything like But, you know, it's like, oh, nice. Exactly, exactly. And this is the thing. I mean, the trouble with me is I end up where I get too attached to them. And that's why we've already got seven cats of our own, because I've just <laughs> never been able to rehome them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But, I mean, they're just beautiful. And they've all got their own personalities. They're all totally different. And the thing I like with the ones that we've just rescued is, at the end of the day, they were outside all the time. They weren't in the house. And they are, you know, they were being fed as and when sort of thing. I mean, he did care for them, but I just don't think he was giving them enough food. 
They were outside yeah. and everything. And when we picked up the mum first, she was just literally massive pregnant. And I just said to Kim and Bill, said, we've got to get her. No, I said to Kim, because Bill was at home. But I said to Kim, we've got to get her in the car. We've got to take her home tonight. We can't leave her. She's going to drop any time. And two days later, she had four beautiful kittens. Um, and it's just amazing. Just absolutely amazing. So, um, so thank you very much to everybody who's helped us with that. It's been absolutely fantastic. Um, we've had to get some cardboard to put around the outside of the um, cage because obviously the kittens are getting bigger now. They've got um, their eyes have just opened um, a couple oh, of days yeah. ago, so they're starting to move around now. So we've got to put cardboard around the outside of it just so that they can't go through the sides of the cage and everything. So, <coughs> so it's been yeah, really, really good. Did anyone ever donate any or lend you any cages? No, what did we you? did, we got a couple of old rabbit hutches here, and we literally yeah. patched them up with, um, you know, the fire, the old, um, what you put round the fires to stop the kids getting to their fires. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fire, you know, the fire big guards. fire great guards, yeah. do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but it's been good. I can't, I'm not going to complain because it's been good, do you know what I mean? Um, and people have asked how, how they're doing and everything, so it's been really good. Yes, really I'm not, I'm not, I know. I wasn't. I wasn't I was just wondering because I, I, like, I've got a dog crate here, but we live so far away. It's like you can. When I come up, when I come up, I'm coming up with my trolley. Honestly, when I come up, you can have it because I'm not yeah. use it then. Yeah, but it, you know the thing is, I always try and keep a free dog cage here. You know, people borrow them off me sometimes, and that's fine. I haven't got a problem with that. But I always try to keep one here because you never know what you might find. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes there may yeah. be an injured cat, or there might be... You know, before now, you know, I've picked up injured um, badgers. I've picked up um, badger cubs that obviously their mum had been yeah. killed and all sorts. So I've always got a free dog cage somewhere, you know? So Yeah, um, yeah my, my, I'm all right. My mum's got one anyhow, so that... I know um, when Jay when got him, it, it'd been cruelly treated in the cage, and he saw it, and he he actually like pooed on the floor and went himself. He was petrified of the cage, and I threw it in the garden. It's like I was so upset that he was so upset. And then um, the next thing I used it for was top the box cover. He's like, oh, glad I didn't throw yeah. that. Oh bless, gosh, a minute. Yeah. I'm yeah. just seeing if there's anything else that I need to update anybody on. So. Um, just to say to everybody, if you want to join, there's a couple of groups I'm just seeing. Uh, International Dog Campaign Group, uh, that's supported by myself. If anybody wants to join up to that, we've got quite a few links on there. Um, so let me just put these onto the chat as well. Um, then we've got, let me have a look. Oh, and everything's all gone totally mad. I can't um, believe you didn't even let me on tonight. Sorry? I can't believe I can even get on chat tonight or anything. Every time I cl- went to well, actually click, I think everything brilliant. Sorry. I think there's been an actual problem because I know that um, there's been loads of things going wrong with it. So I think there's quite a few people that can't get in tonight, which is upsetting. So if you can't get in tonight, please, please, do you know what I mean? Um, let us know and we'll see if we can sort that out ready for next time as well. Yeah, it took ages to log in. I was thinking, oh, oh no way. So he's going to think I've forgot. I can't get in. And it, then eventually about 9 o'clock it let me in, I think. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
Right, well, uh, we're going to call it a night um, in just a couple of minutes, so I'd like to thank everybody who's been listening. If you've had trouble signing into Blog Talk Radio, we do apologise for that, Hitch, and I will give them a ring tomorrow to see what it, what's actually going on. So thank you very much to everybody who's joined in. Um, if anybody wants to join, um, Deb's uh, link will be on the Ask Sue show at the end of the show, um, so you can have a word with Deb's after the show, and also myself as well. And if you want to go on to the Ask Sue show on Facebook, that's where we'll get all, you'll get all the updates of what we're doing um, and what we're all about, and also the um, shows that are coming up as well. So if anybody wants to um, go and have a look at that, um, that would be brilliant, and just keep sharing the links. This is what we need to do. Keep sharing those links everywhere and tell everybody about ourselves. So thank you very much, Deb, for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. And um, like... Sorry, I'm not more jumpy about normally. I normally I can't shut up, can I? But I'm I'm so tired, like yourself. So tired, so. Exactly. So thank you very much, Debs, and uh, you'll have to come on another night, darling. Anyway. I can't wait till I'm at yours and you do a show. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh bless, don't. It'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right then, darling. I shall speak to you soon. All right, then. Bye, sweetheart. All right, then. Bye, then, love. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye-bye-bye. And that's Debs. Thank you very much, Debs, for coming on to the show tonight. And uh, we're going to have a bit of an earlier night tonight, simply because we're both absolutely tired, staying up till 7 o'clock in the morning and doing all these links and things for the show and everything. It does catch up eventually. So I'd like to thank everybody for joining the show tonight. Also, um, go and have a look at the advertising website, uh, the Ask Sue advertising website. That's www.asksue.co.uk. And that's literally where you can advertise pretty well anything on there. So go and join up. It's www. Oh, hold a minute. I'm trying to put it on there as I talk. www.asksue.co.uk. .co.uk and that's advertising you can literally advertise anything on there that would be absolutely fantastic everybody's welcome there and uh, I'm going to leave you with that and we will have the show tomorrow night same time, same place and I'll catch up with you all tomorrow night thanks very much and good night goodbye